0: Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about achieving success by connecting with your heart. I'm delighted to welcome special guest, Dr. Lise Janelle. Lise is a holistic chiropractor, mindset coach, human potential expert, speaker, author, educator, founder of the Center for Heart Living, and the creator of the revolutionary Heart Freedom Method. You can reach Dr. Lise at her website, drlisejanelle.com and I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Dr. Lees. I'm so glad that you could join with me today.
1: Thank you, Linda. I'm glad to be here with you too.
0: I am really excited to learn a little bit more about this wonderful topic of connecting with our heart, but I was wondering if I could first get to know you a little bit better as I was reading through all these amazing things. Not only have you done these amazing professional things, But you've been a professional rower, you've climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, you've traveled to like 36 countries, and I'm thinking, wow, she is amazing, beautiful, talented, educated, experienced, well-traveled, you could do anything, you could be anything. And you chose to help people overcome self-limiting beliefs and to learn how to connect with their heart. So I would love to know why this is so important to you.
1: Well, um, as you know, we always want to do for others what we need to do for ourselves. (laughs) So in 1988, I had life changing uh, period of my life where my sister was getting married three weeks before her wedding. My father was diagnosed with terminal cancer and given nine months to live. Then a week after the wedding, my 21 year old brother died in a car accident. And then within a month of all this, my eight year relationship to the man I thought I was going to marry ended. And it was like, ow, 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 ow. So to survive the pain, he sent me on a quest to understand how do you live life? Because it's not if these things are going to happen it's when these things happen, how do you manage to not fall apart? How can you use, life's challenges to your advantage so that's how i ended up in 1989 i got to meet dr john de martini who taught me the power of gratitude and i met dr scott walker who taught me net and both of them are chiropractors and i ended up using all of these techniques to create the heart freedom method but what is it that the moment when I decided I was going to do this because I'm no longer a chiropractor. But I, I, you know, I was a chiropractor full time 22 years. And I worked with thousands of patients. I, I, so I got to see patterns because in 1989, the first time I took the seminar with Dr. De Martini, I didn't an exercise and I went from feeling like my life sucked. Like I explained to you what had happened to me and it was so painful. And within five hours, my whole world shifted and I got to see the big picture of what was happening and it was such a transformative moment. I was in so much gratitude. I was in so much gratitude. This is what I know, is if you go into an extreme state of gratitude, you end up in a state of grace. And in a state of grace, it's like if you read about people who had near-death experience and what they see and what they feel and and it was, it was an amazing moment in my life. And I was shown without words that everything that ever happened, everything that is happening, everything that will ever happen to us is there for us to grow in love and wisdom. And that moment was so powerful that I committed because on the Sunday we wrote a statement of purpose and Part of my statement of purpose that connects with career, I wrote that I was going to help heal the hearts of millions of people through maximizing their life potential. So since 1989, I've been on a quest to make this happen. So this is how, you know, I, I had an amazing life as a chiropractor. I loved being a chiropractor. It was it was amazing being a chiropractor. But in, in 2003, I'd be standing behind my patients and I would be crying. I took my girlfriend out for her birthday and writing them off dinner. I started crying. I thought, okay, maybe I need to listen and pay attention. And this is when I decided that I was not paying attention to my heart because I had written that I wanted to help heal the hearts of people. And my heart was calling me to shift, to become a coach, to do what I'm now doing. And instead, I had stayed in my comfort zone because I had a, a golden cage. Like My patient loved me. I know some of them they were in their mom's belly when I started working (laughs) around them and and like I worked 25 hours a week seeing my patients I took 10 12 weeks off a year I made really good money I had a great reputation so it's like you know why would I leave my comfort zone and this is something I do all the time so I use my yin and yang so when we stay in our comfort zone we end up feeling unhappy. So that's when I decided that I was going to challenge myself and leave my golden cage and leave everything behind and start being a coach. And so that was in 2004, I pinched my nose, I jumped in. And since 2004, I've been on this journey of, you know, inspiring myself and others and to living connected with the heart.
0: Wow. What an amazing story. And you have been able to create something beautiful out of your tragedy. And that is such a tragic experience. The kind of thing that if you're not in a good place, you could stay stuck forever. Oh, and, wow. and then that, that heartache and that loss can perpetuate instead of you know, you going through it and then becoming something else. And then to be able to get out of your comfort zone to help and lift others and to become more fulfilled, which is interesting because in the process of I am successful, I like the people that I'm working with, I like what I'm doing, and yet I I know that there's something more. So thank you for stepping outside of your comfort zone and just really rising to your potential because these millions of people that you are touching, um, are better because of what you have done. So, so thank you. I thank you. Will you teach me about this heart freedom technique? What is it? How how do I do it?
1: So the heart freedom method is a method that's very simple. It's 10 steps. And what we do is I, let's say, say like, I'll give you an example. I had an uh, Olympic level skier come to see me because she had not placed in two years. And so she comes to see me and I'm checking her subconscious mind because whether we are aware of it or not, some scientists believe that up to 90 to 95% of what we do is actually pre-programmed. So you might consciously want something with all your might, but if subconsciously your subconscious mind has associated More pain than pleasure, more danger than safety, it will sabotage you. So doing the the work, we ended up, I tested her, you know, I do muscle testing. or When I do the heart freedom method, I use your body to find out where in your body an emotion is stored. So we ended up, I tested her on I want to win. So I'm testing an Olympic level skier who sacrifices everything in her life so she can be an Olympic-level skier. And when I test her on the statement, I want to win, subconsciously she did not want to win. Why? Because when she was a kid, when she won, her mom would hide her medals and her trophies because she didn't want to make her brothers feel bad because they were not winning. Oh, good. So subconsciously, she had associated winning with hurting other people. So when you ski with your, you know, your colleagues and your competitors, subconsciously they become like your siblings. And you you know about Pavlov's dog? Yes. You know, Pavlov, the, the famous Russian scientist, so you bring food to the dog, the dog is hungry, it salivates, you ring a bell, and after all, you don't even need food, just ring the bell, and the dog salivates. So whether or not we are aware of it, whenever we get in situations that are just ringing the bell, it's not exactly the same thing, but there's a bell ringing, we default to that moment when a belief got stored in our physiology. So I worked on this belief, I helped her let go of it, and then uh, unfortunately it was the last race of the season, but she placed, she went on the podium, and I, I have done this with so many people. So... The idea is to find a moment in your life through doing the mind body work where you associated more pain than pleasure, more danger than safety to something that you want consciously. You, you have three clues that you have a subconscious belief working against you. Clue number one. You know what needs to be done, but you're not doing it. Famous procrastination. Like it's really a relief when people come to see me because they think they just don't have willpower or that they are lazy. It's not that they're lazy or lack willpower. It's because when your subconscious mind is afraid that you're going, something bad's going to happen to you, you don't do it. Like you're supposed to call this client and you know, if you call this client, you could get a really big contract. Well, and then instead you got to clean your windows (laughs) 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 so that's one example the other example is you know what needs to be done you're doing it but you're using all your might all your willpower to do it so you do it but it's exhausting it's it's really hard and i'll see that sometimes when people you know going to the gym going to exercise and
0: getting there is so
1: painful or getting on the a healthy eating plan, and is oh, I don't want to do that. So that's another plan. Or someone invites you on a date, but, oh, I'm not going there because, oh, it's too scary. You still go, but, oh, the whole time you're sitting there not feeling so good. The third clue that you have a subconscious belief working against you is you do everything right, but you always get the opposite results to what you want. So these are three very good clues as to the fact that what's happening to you is not because something is wrong with you. It's not because you're meant to live a small life that, you know, other people are lucky and you're not. It's actually because you need to figure out what are my subconscious beliefs that are creating these realities. Because if you close your eyes right now, And you take a mental picture of where your life is at socially, familially, in your career, financially, your health, all of the different areas of your life. Whatever is happening in your outside world is a reflection of how you feel on the inside. It's the summation of your belief about your worth and your capacity to create a life that you would love to
0: have. Wow, that's amazing. So as we find these clues and find out that our subconscious is working against us, and as you're describing these things, I can't think of anyone who will not say, oh, I felt that, oh, I've experienced that, oh, I've had this. So this means this is a very widespread issue that probably most, if not all of us, are dealing with uh, in different aspects of our lives. And so once we find that, like for example, your skier, where it's, you know, I don't, I don't want to win. And you were able to identify where that came from. Then is there a process to be able to release that or, or what do we do next?
1: Yes. So it it is the heart freedom method. So if you want, I could, I could guide people through it right now.
0: Is that Um, okay?
1: Yep. So, all right. So. Everybody who's listening right now, think of something that where you either procrastinate or it feels too hard or you keep getting the opposite results. So think about one of those scenarios. Okay. All right. So try to see yourself succeeding instead. And that usually will create inside of you like some some sensation. So scan your body and feel where in your body there's a sensation right? So become present with the sensation. What is the shape of the sensation?
0: The sensation has a shape? Give me an example, like a, like a ball, like a heart, like a pokey thing. Could it be be anything? anything?
1: It can be a tube, it can be a ball, it can be a circle, a rectangle. So feel the location, feel the shape of it. So imagine yourself, for example, calling up this client that would be really good for you. So scan your body, see where you feel that. Next step is what is the color? Dark light, blue, red. and Then what's the temperature? Hot, cold, body temperature. And then what's the texture? Become present. So become present with the sensation and the location, the shape, color, the temperature, and the texture Be one with it. Bring it in, really become one with the sensation. And now, what is the emotion in it? Become present with the emotion. could be fear, anger, sadness, depression, vulnerability. Feel the emotion. Now, I don't want you to think the answer. I want you to feel the answer. So, how old are you the first time you felt this way? Are you a baby, a toddler? Six, ten, fifteen, twenty years old, all? Are you the first time you felt this way? Where are you? Are you inside or outside? Are you alone? Someone is around you. So examine the scene, become one with the scene. Okay, so now take a breath in and really allow yourself to feel the emotion because what we resist persists, so we become present with the emotion. Now I'm going to bring in some deeper healing. Since you are worthy of love, why is this happening? Why is this situation happening to you? What would you tell your own child or your best friend if they were in the same situation? How would you coach them? What is the truth of this situation? Take a moment right now. Now... Ask yourself, what were the benefits of you having had this challenge? Did it make you want to be better at school, to exercise, to compete with your brother, your sister? Like, how did it drive you? How did it become a driver in your life that brought to you many blessings? So go find the blessings. Another way of looking at it, what would have been the drawbacks to you if this had not happened? Go we'll find gratitude for it. See how it was divinely designed just for you. So I want you right now to put the younger version of you if you're really small, put yourself on your lap, hug and kiss you and Make yourself feel a lot better if you're older. Sit knees, knees, hold hands, look in your heart. And I want you to go and soothe your heart and really love you and go see the beauty in having had this event. And now imagine yourself 20 years from now. Let's say you were trying to call some clients. So 20 years from now, you've had so many clients, your business or your relationship or your health or your weight, whatever you want it to be at. So see yourself 20 years from now, having succeeded in this thing you were unable to do before, but you succeeded 20 years from now, you succeeded. What does she or he tell you right now to do? Feel the joy in your heart of having succeeded in that task. Now take a deep breath in through your nose, through your heart. Feel the joy and send all the energy to all the cells of your body. Feel how grateful you can be to be you All these things that happened to you was for your highest good. Not because something is wrong with you, but because it was going to grow your wings, strengthen your wings. And now you can go back to where you felt the location, the shape, the color, the temperature, the texture. See if it's gone.
0: that's it. Wow. Lise, that is amazing. Okay. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to this again and probably again. And wow, what an amazing, I can just visualize the transformation that can take place from something like this. And there's no wonder when I was reading through your um, website and how Jack Canfield said, you are the best. At overcoming self-limiting beliefs, and um, I know you you wrote a book together, and it was is as it, it unstuck. Is that the right word? Yeah,
1: it's called unstuck. I think it's called. We, this is our working title. It's going. To, it's going to finally come out this year.
0: Oh, how um, wonderful!
1: It's called unstuck. A, re- a revolutionary way to live your life with passion, success, and fulfillment. Something like that.
0: Oh, that is amazing! How wonderful that you were able to share this. Thank you. I was expecting a, a, a what's the word? Kind of a an explanation, not a demonstration. So this is better than I hoped for, and I thank you. So as I go back and listen again and try to go through this process, I'm really excited. To to really um discover what what is in there and how to be able to find and locate and to let that go. That is amazing. Isn't it crazy that our mind somehow creates a, a, a location and you know, shapes and colors and textures and all these kinds of things. Um and it it's it's so real. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> So when you talk about listening to your heart, is that that different from the heart freedom uh, method? Is it kind of a just so, following yeah. your instincts yeah. sort of thing? The heart
1: thing, freedom or? method is a way of letting go of the beliefs that prevent you from connecting with your heart. Because for me, love is not an emotion. Oh, what is it? It's the essence of who you are.
0: Oh, okay. I am love. I'm good with that
1: your essence is love. So the only thing that lives in the heart is love, gratitude, inspiration, and wisdom. Love, gratitude, inspiration, and wisdom. So gratitude, inspiration, wisdom allow you to connect with your heart where love lives. So as human beings we can live it through our mind, our cerebral cortex, we can live in our emotional cortex, our gut, and we can live in our heart.
0: Oh, that's kind of interesting. So if you do it that way, it's sort of in the middle.
1: Exactly. So that's why to enter the heart, you need to have a a mixture of gratitude and, and love, and you connect in there. Gratitude is so, that's why part of the heart freedom method, the most important thing is when we end up back in that moment where we created a story about us because each time we see more pain than pleasure in a situation no matter how horrendous the challenge was there was always a blessing i told you my story in 1988 that was not fun no like consciously i would not have chosen to do, to have this
0: experience never
1: but now that i've gone through it i'm sitting in front of you doing this Helping heal the hearts of millions because of it. So if I had to do it all over again, I would do it. So I am grateful. Doesn't mean, you know, I'm a masochist. But I can see how I needed to have this in my life. So this is also my definition of love. When you love someone, you can see, you know, what they bring to you and the challenges. But no matter what, it's all a support
0: isn't that interesting? Because I'm thinking about, for me, the the people that bring the most pleasure and and fulfillment and joy in my life are my family members. And yet that is the same source that brings me the deepest heartache, where things just hurt the most because I care so much. And um, so to, to see that symbol, that yin and that yang, that those can work together. And that when we recognize that the good and the bad together complete something and that it's all okay. I think that's a very helpful way to look at things because if I could pick my choose, I would like it to be all sunshine and roses all the time.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't work. My my worst clients are the ones who were cocoon when they were kids. They and were... even the young adults because they come to see me and they, they don't have the capacity to challenge themselves. They're stuck in their comfort zone. So, you know, you know the movie, The Secret? Yes. So I'm part of the Transformational Leadership Council, which is the group of people who got to be in the movie, The Secret. So two Julys ago, before COVID, I was on stage and in front of the group, in front of the group from the movie, The Secret. And I say, I'm going to teach you the real law of attraction.
0: So, <laughs> so <laughs> How they did they take them. that?
1: But the true law of attraction is the following. If you challenge yourself, you attract support. If you stay in your comfort zone, you end up feeling miserable. Because oh. to follow your heart, you're going to have to challenge yourself. And I know the people from the movie The Secret. It's not only you stay home and you meditate and you hope that someone's going to come and knock at your door. All the people in the movie The Secret, they work really hard. So it's important for you. This is also my visual to represent what success is all about. So to be successful in life, this is a good visual version of the law of success. First, you need to listen to your heart. This is the yin principle of listening. So whether you're male or female, man or woman, the female principle, the yin principle of listening to your heart. Then the yang is the male principle of action. So whether you're a man or a woman or whatever you want to call yourself, (laughs) you need to activate both principles. So your heart wants you to know two things first thing your heart wants you to know is you're worthy of love. So whenever you have something happening and making you feel unworthy of love, unworthy of having what you want in life, you need to get rid of that story. The second thing your heart wants for you, your heart wants you to admit your dreams and aspirations.
0: Admit right? your dreams and aspirations. Yeah. Interesting. So these are the two
1: things that are important in the yin. And then the game becomes to organize your time to give your heart what it wants. And there is within you right now already, there's there's a knowing of what you would love, love, love to do. And you cannot be successful if you don't pay attention to your heart. Because otherwise it's like, if you're speaking to me, and Molly is speaking to me, and looking around, and not paying attention to you. If we were in a long-term relationship, you'd probably feel pretty depressed about our relationship feeling. She doesn't really care about me. So when your heart is talking to you, you know, knocking at the door, saying, okay, I want this. We need to do this. Like me, you know, I told you the story. I was standing behind my patient's crying. Why? Because my heart was calling me to let go of being a chiropractor. So if you don't listen, that's why I stopped. I stopped for three months. I took a break. I stopped for three months because I knew that what I was feeling right now is because I was not listening to my heart. I was living in my fears because... I had an amazing lifestyle, you know. But what would happen if I stop being a chiropractor and I start a new business? What if I can't pay the bills? You know, I had a building, a house, a cottage. All of these things. I had employees. Like, what's going to happen to me? I have an I have an easy lifestyle, and now I'm gonna. But when your heart calls you, you have no choice. You have got to challenge yourself to feel happy. I was staying in my comfort, I was staying in my comfort zone, and that's why I was crying behind my patients. So it's super important. The other thing I want to say before we leave is that emotions are guides to show us where we have the illusion of being unworthy of love. Oh, repeat that. Yes. Emotions are guides to show us where we have the illusion of being unworthy of love. Mm. The good news is it's only an illusion. So whenever you have an emotion, if you do the Heart feed method, you can find the source of the emotion and then you can find gratitude for it. And instantaneously, as soon as you find gratitude for an event in your life, no matter how challenging it was, you increase your self-worth. And I was asking you before, close your eyes and take a mental picture of your environment. Whenever you find gratitude for everything that's ever happened to you, you increase your self-worth and it gets reflected in all the different areas of your life. That's why it's important to do this kind of work. Everybody that works with me, that actually does the work with me, it can't help but to, do, to get happier. I, I believe, you no, know, as a chiropractor, my background, my belief was the natural state of a human being is to be healthy and you only have a, this is if you have a block to the healing power of the body and the block can be structural biochemical or emotional so when you remove the blocks then the person heals unless you know you've had a bad accident or something like this or some congenital things that happen to you everything else like if you become a detective and you remove these blocks the life force that's inside of you wants to heal wants to take you to the next level Now as a coach, I'm kind of like a chiropractor still because I believe the natural state of human being is to feel happy and successful. And you only don't feel happy and successful when you have a block. And the block is that at some level you created a story that you were either unworthy or incapable of getting what you want in life. And if you do the work and you let go of these stories, miracles happen.
0: Wow, that is beautiful. And what a hopeful, hopeful scenario that our natural state, the state that our body and our mind wants to go to and wants to be is that happy place. And that is, ah, lovely.
1: Think of the moments in your life when you felt the happiest. And at that moment, you were either Loving yourself, loving another person, loving the place you were at—you were grateful. So, since love is your essence, that's that's the place you can always count on going back to. You will be happy when you let go of these stories. Like, like every time I do a Heart Freedom method, I get a visual that you know there's a, there was a veil in front of my client's light. Now I removed one of the veils. And then every time you do this work, you remove another veil. And after a while, the light starts to shine much more easily. And you don't have to have faith. You don't have to be born under a lucky star. If you're willing to challenge yourself, admit what it is that you want, and do the work to love who you are by, you know, doing the work and organizing your time, it's like... Do you have to have faith that if you go to the gym, your body is going to get stronger?
0: No. no.
1: <laughs> so you don't have to be born under a lucky star. You just have to decide one day to commit to your happiness. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Like I grew up, we were super poor and my, my mom went to grade seven, my dad to grade 12. They, didn't have money to help me do anything. It's just because inside of me I had a desire to explore, to learn, to grow. So I challenged myself and I made things happen. So if I can do it, and I, like right now I speak with you in English, I didn't even speak English when I came to Toronto to learn to be a chiropractor. So whatever you want, I'm not any different than you. The only thing you need is a big enough why. Why would you do that? Find out you why because it's gonna give you courage, and I love the word courage. It has the French word cœur in it. You know, it's French for heart. You want to live an amazing life? Need to live with courage, which means challenging yourself to get out of your comfort zone to give your heart what your heart wants.
0: Wow, that would be transformational and beautiful. Oh, Lise, this has been. Amazing. I am so grateful that you visited with me today. I appreciate you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's fun. Because as I said, my goal is to help heal the hearts of millions of people. So whenever I get an opportunity to speak with you and other people like you and to expose the work to other people, we we can shift the world. That's why... I feel really blessed that the book's going to come out with, with Jack. So that, that will help. And I, I created a course for those of you, if you would be interested in as a coach to do this, I have a certification in the heart freedom method, but I also have for people who don't want to be a coach, but want to learn how to do this. Um, it's called unleash your dream life. And I teach you how to use the heart freedom method. In all the different areas of life, in your career, in your finances, in love, your weight, your health, all of these things. It's fun. We can all do it. This is My dream is to create communities of people who know this and do the work. Because we're never going to shift the world by going to tell someone you're doing it wrong. But if you take the time to know who you are and unleash your essence into the world, this is how you love yourself. This is how... You love others by bringing your essence into the world. And that's how you say thank you to God for having given you this life. And when we do that, we transform the world. Because that way we have respect for self, others, and the environment. We don't have to create laws and and guns and things like this. If everybody started to do the work to love who they are, at first, not everybody would be able to do it, but more people do this kind of work, the more we pull everybody else with us.
0: And that makes all the difference. And when we have this uh, unity and love and order that comes from the inside out, things fall together naturally. And it's so much more free. Then when, as you talked about laws and all these things, when it comes from the outside in and tries to force us to do the things that we're supposed to, and then we feel joyful and authentic because we we are ourselves and we love ourselves. And when we love ourselves, it's, it's easy to, to share that love and to love and be compassionate with others. So, wow. Thanks, Lise. I appreciate you.
1: Well, I can see that you already resonate with all this that you live your life in line with those principles because i can feel it you already know this
0: oh thank you in closing i'd like to share a quote by spj he said have the courage to follow your heart and intuition they somehow already know what you truly want to become the rest is secondary Today, I invite you to connect to and listen to your own heart. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org.